First of all, Joe was right when we started the show by making the World Series a general manager. If you're watching the baseball games, that's more on my mind than anything else right now. Because I'm really into the World Series. Sure. And I'd prefer the joy. I'd prefer the fun, the cheers. I mean, it helps that I'm rooting well, for Houston. Bows. Sorry, Dodger fans. It helps that I'm rooting for Houston. It makes it more fun. Yeah. Because uh, my dad uh, my, my dad would always root for the underdog. I remember one time... Uh, he said, "Who?" I said, who are you rooting for? And he said, whatever team. And I said, are they going to win? And he said, probably not. I said, well, why are you rooting for them? He said, if I don't have any interest, I always root in the underdog. Why? Mm-hmm. I said, well, it's not really that much fun to root for the team that's winning. And that, that's true. It's more fun to root for the underdog. That's the exciting story. Sure. Yeah. The Astros showing the same resilience that the city has back to you, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think the ball's juiced. We'll have to do a whole hour on that. Read the book, uh, Underdogma. It not only gets into the phenomenon of rooting for underdogs, which is really interesting psychology, psychologically, but also then talks about how it has become um, intrinsic in American politics to the point of absurdity, where we just, we can't have, we hate success, we're mm-hmm. demonizing it, etc., and that if someone is down, they are automatically honorable, good, decent, to be trusted, etc. It's, it's a weird mindset. Uh, but I have to hit you with these texts before you get more into the Manafort thing, right? Yeah, I have the actual indice- indictment, and it is juicy. I'm going to wind Joe up, as they say in Great Britain. Oh, no. With this text. Oh, no. Remember when you guys used to pretend there was no way Manafort did anything wrong and his whole investigation was a, was a waste? LOL. No. No, we've never said that. I remember from... I don't know what you were listening to. I remember from the first day I laid eyes on the guy. I've been saying he was a crook since the first time I laid eyes on him. Right, right. Me too. I have no idea what you're talking about. And this text, which might be closer to true. If Obama's former campaign manager was charged with conspiracy against America, you'd be in full outrage mode. Hypocrites. Um, I, I think if Manafort is uh, is what he's being charged with, I give he should be in jail for a very very long time. Here here, put him in jail. Uh, th- you know he was he was Trump's guy for a fairly short time, but he wasn't charged during the convention. And and one of the things that happened at the convention was they weakened the the uh, the platform language about Russia. Yeah, weakened it significantly. How much? How much of the whole? Trump inexplicably praising Putin thing came from Manafort. It absolutely could have. He's had Manafort in his ear talking about how great Putin is and everything and how important it is we have a good relationship and how he would be, uh, Trump would be hailed as one of the greatest presidents ever if he could bring us together with Russia, given the fact that Manafort has profited in breathtaking amounts from working for Putin and his people. I could absolutely believe that, which makes Trump the dupe, not the uh, not the mastermind. In, unless Trump hired him because Manafort said to him, look, you want to get rich off of Russia? And Trump said, you're damn right I do. Here's how you get rich off of Russia. <laughs> I'm I hearing know a lot of speculating it. here, Jack. Do you want to see the long-form birth certificate? Now, <laughs> <laughs> now we'll see. We'll have to see. I yeah. think Mueller will get to the bottom of all this. So here's your indictment, or do you have more winding me up? Completely unsuccessful. I'm far too placid. <laughs> That's that's I've, the first word that comes to mind when anybody describes you. I have self-actualized. Placid. Old Placid Joe, they I call had him. a lovely weekend. I reflected. I thought. I spent time with friends. I, could, I watched the squirrels cavort. I, I watched the bezel And I just, I'm, I'm placid. Defendants. Manafort has owned a condo in Trump Tower since 2006. I don't know if that's true or not. If it is, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. 
Don't you think? Sure. Well, they could definitely be buds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, they are. They, they, they Yes. Although soon the Trump tweet, somebody keep an eye on his Twitter account. He will be tweeting probably within the half an hour. Paul of Manitoba, what with this guy we're talking about? I think I met him once at a luncheon. I don't know him. Like uh, Clinton did with that woman. What is it, Lewinsky? Miss Lewinsky. You stuck a cigar in her. You had an affair for months. <laughs> yes. And you can't yes. remember her last yes. name. That's just rude. It's like you're using the girl. All right. Here's your uh, indictment. Your juicy, juicy indictment. I expected tons and tons of legalese. Like, you go to the Supreme Court site to read a a Supreme Court case, as I am wont to do, and and you have to sort through paragraphs and paragraphs of the case and how it got there and blah, 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 before you get into anything interesting. Here are the opening words of the indictment. The grand jury for the District Columbia charges at all times relevant to this indictment. Defendants Paul J. Manafort Jr. and Richard W. Gates III served for years as political consultants and lobbyists. Between at least 2006 and 2015, Manafort and Gates acted as unregistered agents of the government of Ukraine, the Party of Regions. That's your your uh, oligarch-affiliated party. Um, Victor Yanukovych and the opposition. I'm sorry, what was that? <laughs> Yanukovych, that's it. Uh, da, 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 da. And the opposition bloc, a successor to the party of regents that formed when Yanukovych fled to Russia. Manafort and Gates generated tens of millions of dollars in income as the result of their Ukraine work. In order to hide Ukraine payments from the United States authorities from approximately 2006 through at least 2016, Manafort and Gates laundered the money through scores of United States and foreign corporations, partnerships, and bank accounts. In furtherance of the scheme, Manafort and Gates funneled millions of dollars in payments into foreign nominee companies and bank accounts opened by them and their accomplices and nominee names, various foreign countries, including beautiful Cyprus, St. Vincent, and the Grenadines, and the Seychelles, if you're looking to launder any money. Furtherance isn't a word. <laughs> Manafort and Gates hid the existence of the foreign companies and bank accounts falsely and repeatedly reporting to their tax preparers and to the United States that they had no foreign bank accounts. Is he being charged with looking like a criminal? Um, Furthermore, no. and, and further, where... furtherance, he looks like a crook. <laughs> he wears the suits of a crook, Your Honor. Um, They were required by law to report to the United States their work and fees for working for the heavyweights aforementioned. Manafort and Gates did not do so. Instead, when the Department of Justice sent inquiries to Manafort and Gates in 2016 about their activities, Manafort and Gates responded with a series of false and misleading statements. In furtherance of the scheme, Manafort used his hidden overseas wealth to enjoy a lavish lifestyle in the United States without paying taxes on that income. Spent millions of dollars on luxury goods and services for himself and his extended family through payments wired from offshore nominee accounts to United States vendors. Well, th- what, that's an interesting thing to put in there. That That's the point of He's being... He's like totally rich. That's the point of being a crook, right? So that yeah. I get to buy lavish stuff for me and my family? Isn't well, that the whole point? Well, yeah, and he ate out, out a lot, too. Isn't that why... Like, I get real nice places. That's why I committed the crime, so I could drive a really nice car and wear expensive suits. Sometimes he bought a $100 bottle of wine. Right, yeah. Yeah, that's what being rich is. Uh, let's see... Uh, in order to increase the amount of money he could access in the United States, Manafort defrauded the institutions that loaned money, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, then we get into the tax offenses. You got the relationship with Yanukovych, et cetera, et cetera. 
Um, wow, look at all these shadow corporations they ran. Now, remember there was, uh, was it? Well, dozens of them. What, what magazine was that? It was you got to get me a shadow corporation. It was one of your uh, lefty magazines, but a, a serious lefty magazine, where the guy wrote a long article. Why are the names escaping me right now? But anyway, his, his whole thing was that uh, Trump was helping Russians launder money. They they buy out would buy floors of his buildings oh, that right. were, were going unrented, right? And at uh, super exorbitant rates and all. Yeah, yeah at uh, way over the normal rent, and that's how they would get you know money flowing through the whole system to to well to launder it. Um, and Trump was in on that, so there's nothing here for that, but. It is illegal, Jack, to act as an agent of a foreign principal engaged in certain United States influence activities without registering the affiliation. Of course, you knew that. Isn't Flynn going to get indicted then any day for the same thing with Turkey? Entirely possible. Which also wouldn't have anything to do with Russia and Trump colluding against Hillary Clinton. Um, Unless, you know, listen, those of you who hate Trump and you're anxious for this to bring him down, if a handful of his most influential advisors are all on the take from Putin and his boys, well, then it is entirely possible that they were influencing the Donald, whether he was their unwitting dupe or whether he just listened to their opinions and said, oh, I'll think about it, or whether, again, he was he was necking with Putin in the West Wing. Or do you just not, we don't know. Or do you just knock Trump for uh, hiring crooks, whether he knew it or not, not doing a better job? I mean, that's what uh, U.S. Grant has been known for for 200 years, 150 years. He wasn't a crook himself, but he hired crooks all the time. He didn't keep a close enough look on watch on people. Yeah, wow. So uh, they're saying that Manafort and Gates uh, lobbied unregistered for years and years. Um, and when they were given opportunities to register or asked about it or they denied it all and lied, um, which is really interesting. I'm trying to get to the conspiracy against the United States. So is that, is that a, the unregistered lobby? Can you get shot for that? Conspiracy against the United States seems like uh, put you up against the wall. Cigarette in your mouth. Blindfold. Last words. Boom! Let's assume it does. (laughs) (laughs) While we're breaking the story that Manafort might be shot by the U.S. government for this. That's right. Uh, I'm counting 32 different. Some of them might be legit. What Joe was referring to, the shadow corporations or something like that. 32 of of them. Wow. That's that's running a serious enterprise right there. Man, I got to Google how to launder money. Yeah. But then I'll delete that search so the feds will never find it. You'll be safe. <laughs> Hiding of foreign bank accounts, false accounts. What's the conspiracy part? Nah, I can't find it. I'll look during the commercials. But So anyway, is it leverage to get them to say other things or isn't it? Depends who you ask, as Jack was uh, making clear earlier today. Chris Christie says no, that's not the way it works. Might just be they found out he's a cha- tax cheat. What a thing for Manafort, because if these indictment, if this indictment is true, and just because the government accuses you something doesn't mean you're guilty of it. Um, He's guilty. Um, he was insane to take the gig running right. Trump's campaign. Right. Why'd you do that? I mean, it would be like your your uh, Pablo Escobar, but of course they're legend. Everybody knows who the drug kingpins are in Mexico. What's a good American equivalent? You're you're running what appears to be an auto body shop, and and you've got you know you got a, a giant meth lab under okay yeah it's like the Breaking Bad thing you got a giant meth lab under your laundry, and you as the laundry owner you hit it off with the mayor, and the mayor says I'd really like to uh, have you run for the Senate, you think great, 
when you got a meth lab under your laundry. Stay low. Keep your head down. How about so, if you're running a meth lab and, you, and somebody comes to you and says you want to be part of a reality show and you say, sure. That'd wow. be fun. Super. Because that's more or less what happened. He ended up part of a reality show, which was the whole Trump thing. Yeah, but a reality what? show that, you know, one of the producers is an independent prosecutor. I mean, come on. Yeah, why did he take the job? That's the biggest question I've got right now. Like Jack, like Sean said, it's hubris. He thinks he's the king of the world. He thinks he's smarter than everybody. And that's and been he true. Be. That's been true for quite a few years. Yeah. And everybody's telling him that all the time because he's sitting in the corner booth at the nicest restaurant with a very expensive suit and a very expensive car waiting for him outside. And everybody he knows kisses his ass. Yep. Pride goeth before the fall, my friends. Mm. Mm. I wonder if this indictment comes down against Manafort and we don't hear another word about this for like another year and a half as they work on the other stuff. That could easily happen, I think. Don't know. Nothing in this stuff about the Donald, though, or anybody else. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. 415-295-KFTC. Why was Adam Sandler's hand on that woman's knee? That's a non-story, what? but I think it shows you the direction we're going. Because he was coming on to her. It's the direction we're going in America right now. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Of course, we're talking about the big story of the day. Kevin Spacey has announced he's gay. Well, knock me down with a feather. Old team coverage next hour on the Armstrong and Getty Show. So uh, the crack Armstrong and Getty legal team has identified the conspiracy against the United States counts here in the indictment. It's as simple as this. The defendants, blah, 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 together with others, knowingly and intentionally conspired to defraud the United States by impeding, impairing, obstructing, and defeating. The lawful government functions of a government agency, namely the Department of Justice and the Department of the Treasury. So they uh, they messed with a couple of departments. That's conspiracy against the United States. Impeding, impairing, obstructing, and defeating. I tried to it's a imp- full day. I've tried to impede and, and impair uh, various agencies. Have you obstructed them? No. And you failed to defeat them? Mm. So You defrauded an innkeeper once. I did. Yeah. yeah. I did so, do that. Yeah, so it's so rich you talking about who's a criminal and who's not. <laughs> Uh, so last week you did one of your real racism or not things? Real racism or social justice wishing. And one of the stories was about the Oakland A's catcher, the only baseball player this season who kneeled during the national anthem. Uh-huh. And what was his thing? He, 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 he claimed that in Alabama a waiter refused to serve him because he was the kneeling guy and said, I believe in Donald Trump and everything he stands for and I won't serve you. And we thought it sounded phony, but well, who knows? The well, the waiter came out and said, no way I, did I do that. I would never do that. Well, this particular Oakland A's catcher uh, lost a lot of credibility over the weekend as he was arrested. Um, He was arrested over the weekend, booked on charges of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon and disorderly conduct. Yikes. Yeah, he pulled a gun on someone. Yikes. A delivery woman, a food delivery woman. Maybe she wouldn't deliver the food because she's a Trumpkin. I said I wanted cheese! Wow. That just seems to have an issue with the food service industry. <laughs> yeah, it does. It's waiters, yeah. food delivery. Maybe That's... just go to the grocery store, sir. But you got to admit, don't you, the fact that he pulled a gun on some food del- and got arrested for it. Yes. Uh, over the weekend kind of lessens the likelihood that his version of the story is accurate. Uh, well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're hard to connect, but he does not appear to be a stable and together guy. Right. 
So there you go. Wow. I have a little more. Is it real racism or social justice wishing? Was it real racism speaking of baseball when that uh, Houston Astros did the slant eyes thing at the Asian pitcher, which is unbelievable. Hits a home run off an Asian pitcher sitting there in the dugout and does the sl- holds his fingers to his eyes and does the slant eyes thing like he's a eight year old that doesn't know better. Right. And uh, gets caught on camera and then. But because he's an up-and-coming star, good-looking, women are going crazy for him, he's become a media sensation, they're thinking they got a big moneymaker here, baseball didn't suspend him during the World Series, because that would have been a mess. They suspended him for next year, which is like not getting any penalty whatsoever. Right. Five games in a 162-game season, please. Well, uh, you know, I I wish I had some of the stuff in front of me, because I read it and rolled my eyes. But the take is... Listen, he's from, uh, is he a Dominican or is he a Cuban? Cuban, yeah, Cuba. okay. So 33-year-old rookie. He's a Caribbean guy. And in that uh, culture, that's not meant insultingly, and they refer to all Asians as Chinese. They just don't know, and blah, blah. and he doesn't hate, and, and Hispanic people don't hate Asians, and it's okay. Uh, now, if it was a white person who did it from America, there's such a history of racism and hatred and uh, the ch- the railroads, blah, 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 that that would be a serious thing, and that would be hateful. But this guy, he's a poor, innocent, dopey brown man, so he can't, and I thought... With cool hair. I thought, okay, so if some, you know, tobacco chewing dip S from Tennessee who can hit 280 does that, and he says, you know, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have done that. I didn't mean any offense. I actually like the guy. He's a hell of a good pitcher. And I just, uh, no, he would have to be strung up because of the history of sending Chinese people into the mines or something. I just, it all strikes me as just so dumb. You're not surprised that the uh, that the, the penalty and outcry is less. I thought, man, this is, they're going to people are going to go crazy with this. He's suspended so next season. The uh, which is nothing. No, no, the first five games of a 162 game schedule. He's probably thinking, thanks. Yeah, I don't. It, it, I'm yeah. not surprised. Just in the climate that we're in, I'm surprised that it didn't become a bigger deal. Well, he's a brown man, though. This gets back to underdogma. He's 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 a brown man from the Caribbean. They got hurricanes there, and they're downtrodden, and Castro, and the rest of it. So let's see. He's a victim. The other guy's a victim. I don't know what to do because you've got to judge people's actions not on not in and of themselves. First, you have to give them a score. How victimy are they? If you're victimy, you can put a thumb in a guy's eye. If you're not victimy, that's assault and battery. Who thinks of that anyway, though? You hit a home run off a guy who's Asian, and you think I'm going to do the slant eyes at him? I mean, just, I just well, no, he wasn't doing it at him. He was talking to the guys in the dugout about you know the the, the guy in the pitching and just an odd thing to do. Y- yes, yes, it is. But everybody seems, including the the, the pitcher involved, it was you, Darvish, wasn't it? Yes. He said, no, nah, it's all right. Don't worry about who's, it. He said, I'm fine. Who's Asian-Iranian, which is an interesting combo. Check his um, papers. I think in the current climate, what he couldn't have done is sexually harass him. If he had somehow sexually <laughs> harassed the pitcher. <laughs> Told him, listen, I can probably bring you over to the Astros for another million a year, but first got to watch me whack it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Would, he'd have been done for that. Right. Because that, that we're not putting up with anymore. That one we're angry about this week. <laughs> uh, we've got a break for this, right? Trump has tweeted, I assume, about the Manafort thing? Uh, yes, uh, oh, four God. minutes ago. Oh, and another one just a minute ago, too. Okay, here oh, we go. Right, here we go. <clears throat> Sorry, but this is years ago, before Paul Manafort was a part of the Trump campaign. 
But why aren't the crooked Hillary and the Dems the focus for five question marks? Next tweet, <laughs> dot, 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 implying a continuation of thought from the previous yes, one. Yes, clearly. Five also, question marks. Also, there is no collusion, all caps, exclamation point. There yes. Go. Okay. A definitive statement. Hmm. He might be right. He might not be. I guess we'll find out today or two years from now. What's coming up in your news, Ryan? Well, well, I'll give you a quick update on the Manafort situation as well as he hands himself over to the feds. A Super Bowl champ comes under fire as more women open up about sexual harassment and a group of women expose what they see as a culture of sexual assault and harassment at California State Capitol. What if you strike out the little short guy from Houston and start doing the Oompa Loompa song? <laughs> Take you did that. Tate speech. Would you be able to get away with that? I have a new Tate favorite music. team if they did that. <laughs> yeah, that would be something. I'll tell you what, he'd come into the room and whoop your butt. <laughs> that is a strong little man. He's a fun little dude, isn't he? Oh, little big man. You know what I'll talk about later? They got to cut down on the spitting. I don't think I can take it anymore. It's gotten out of hand. It's just so disgusting. They got to have like a sprinkler system hosed oh. down the field every other inning. There's a lot of spitting. Gross. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Man, oh, man, oh, man. Stuff's happening fast, huh? But what does it mean? Oh, Let's get the news now with Ryan Harris. Good morning. President Trump's former campaign chairman being charged in the Russia probe. Paul Manafort and his former business associate Rick Gates told the surrender. Manafort arrived at, arrived rather at FDI's Washington field office this morning with his lawyer. The latest and more analysis from Washington Examiner reporter Tim Young coming up in just a few minutes. Super Bowl champ, retired quarterback Peyton Manning, now at the center of claims of inappropriate behavior from a trainer, Jamie Nawright, who says Manning engaged in behavior that included unwanted contact while he was partially exposed to her. Uh, She was treating him for an injury at the time in 1996. Manning uh, took part in a deposition responding to a suit from Jamie Nawright in 2003. Here's a little bit of that. Uh, Sorry, go go ahead. ahead. I briefly pulled down my pants to so-called moon him. One second, one and a half seconds, pulled my pants back up and continued with Jamie's examination of the bottom of my foot. Is, is he this mooned from... a dude? Yeah, in the locker room. Okay. No, he mooned the dude while she was working on oh, his okay. foot. Um, was this back University of Tennessee days when he was, was a college football 1986. player? So now, okay. You See, that's what I was telling about the witch hunt thing. I mean, there's there's awful stuff going on, and I want those scumbags to have to pay for it. But can th- you imagine being called to account for everything you did when you were 19 and being judged on like you know paragon of the broadcast industry standards? I was a drunk idiot thrown in with Harvey Weinstein. Well, right, yeah. For Moon and a dude in a locker room when there was a woman in the locker room. Yeah, exactly. little witch, honey, Ryan. You got a bit of a torch, <laughs> bit of a pitchfork. Well, I don't know. I, you bit of a really, pointed... this is a part of Deborah Norville's interview coming up on Inside Edition. So okay. just piggybacking on the witch hunt there. Yeah. Uh, there's a group of nearly 200 women who've worked at California State Capitol who have put their names on a letter that says, within that building there is a culture of sexual assault and harassment, everything from demeaning tasks to behavior similar to that in claims against movie mogul Harvey Weinstein. These women also tell the New York Times 
They don't feel like they have anywhere to turn for protection or to seek disciplinary action against those responsible because it's like a question of who polices the police and that not only nothing is done, but the coming forward often comes with threats to their jobs and careers. When it is taken outside the Capitol to a courtroom, they say it's often kept quiet because of settlements with non-disclosure agreements, but there are reports close to a million dollars has been paid in these settlements over the last 20 years. And according to the New York Times, there's no such thing as HR to go to because it's just no, nobody takes it seriously and some of these charges including a, an assemblyman who would who would uh have a woman come to his house and he'd show up to the door with the robe open the you know nothing underneath that seems nice. to be the move of a lot of these guys wow hypocrisy in the capital dome of sacramento it's shocking yeah and the only place these women say they have to turn is uh, senate and assembly rules committees and they say they basically no go nowhere some lawmakers now say they need to take a serious look at their procedures as the assembly prepares to hold hearings on capital sexual harassment policies that's your news i'm ryan harris on the armstrong and getty show the voice of the west that must just seem like an easy one to uh to explain away on huh? the robe thing is that why everybody goes with it? Yeah, you can I, say, oh, I came untied uh, or something. Yeah, there was a, d- open the door and uh, a draft came. I guess. I don't know. What's the matter with you? I don't know. You, you achieve this level of professional success, the type of which that when you first started out would be kind of hard to imagine, whether it's the Harvey Weinstein or this political. And, you, and, and your impulse is, you know what I got to do now? <laughs> Try to show my junk to as many women who don't want to see it as right. possible. Pull just leap at it like a hungry dog, apparently. Wow, well, I've never seen one of those before. Let me mess around with it. Come on. Yeah. Just come on a woman the old-fashioned way, would you? Or get a hooker or something. Is it about ego and power? I think so. What, how, how, how does op- opening the door with your schlong hanging out, because you didn't bother fastening your robe, somehow an ego thing? Because they can't do anything about it. I don't, I don't, see I don't any, want anyway. I don't see any satisfaction from it. I don't see it of any kind. Sexual, ego, anything. Are you a flasher? Call now. Most of us, if we opened the door to some strange woman and realized we were exposed somehow, would be horrified. Ah! Yeah. Yeah. So, don't look! Not all right. This is awesome. So what you about... Saw me, you saw me at rest. I don't want that. What about the double standard involving gay fellers and young boys? Hollywood star uh, tries to sex up a 14-year-old girl. He'll be called a pedophile for the rest of his life. Kevin Spacey says, look, it was drunk. It was inappropriate. I don't even remember it. Sorry. Why is there a double standard? Should there be a double standard? Joe's double standard. Do I have a double standard? I have at least a double standard. Uh, We're going to talk to more uh, reporters, experts on this whole Manafort indictment, try to figure out what that could possibly mean. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. When you're going after the smaller fish to get the bigger fish, you usually don't charge them. That's usually stuff that's working behind the scenes because what you want to do is keep that smaller fish having turned secret because it helps them to be able to gather more information. Sometimes they can wear a wire for you. Sometimes they can gather information for you that if they're if they're quiet, um, you're going to get where if everybody knows they've been charged, they're going to be treated like they're radioactive, right? No one's going to go near them. No one's going to talk to them. So I think that what um, it appears is going on here is that 
you know, he's approaching this as a normal case with discrete type of charges that may wind up intersecting at some point or may not. Um, and not keeping it all together for some big report like Ken Starr did, but rather to go ahead and begin to charge people as he moves along. That's Chris Christie yesterday on ABC This Week with George Stephanopoulos, because everybody was already saying, maybe they're going to, you know, it's going to be Manafort. A lot of people were guessing that, and they guessed right. And they're going to use him to flip, to turn, and Chris Christie's saying, nah, that's not the way it works. Which is interesting as a former prosecutor. Yeah, yeah, I want to quibble with that a little bit, just the interpretation of it. But we'll wait for a moment or two and do that after we talk to Tim Young, Washington Examiner reporter and video journalist who joins us now. Hello, Tim, how are you? Pretty good, how about you? Just fine. Hey, uh, do you know about the, uh, the, uh, the former foreign policy advisor to Trump, George Papadopoulos? He's pleaded guilty now to something or other. So I had to do some digging this morning, and apparently before today he trended as the father on Webster. I don't know if you knew that or not. Um, <laughs> it's fun to awesome. say, though, Papadopoulos. Back is, to you. Is that a crime? <laughs> no, he helped at-risk inner-city youth. It'll be good for his character. <laughs> <side testimony. laughs> awesome. Um, but uh, so this guy, apparently he was a really young guy, graduated in 2009, uh, listed on his resume, Model UN. So he had very little, uh, very little experience, and apparently his, he lied about suggesting whether or not uh, he told the president to have a meeting with Russian officials. Okay, okay, so fair enough. It's Russian involvement again, but uh, a small fish or so it would seem. We'll just have to wait and see. Now, yeah. a- as to the big, uh, the big story of the day, the Manafort and, and Gates charges, uh, it's pretty damn serious, huh? Yeah, and and we'll see what it all breaks down to be in the end. I think it's going to be a bunch of little stuff. I mean, it's not going to be the the pipe dream of, you know, the the never Trump side and and liberals that it's going to be, you know, uh Russia actually helping him win the election. It's going to be little stuff. It's going to be either well, not little on a, on a grand scheme, but you know, obstruction of justice is going to be probably tax evasion, all sorts of fun things, but nothing that changed votes. So, all right, so you're definitely looking at it from a political point of view, which is perfectly appropriate given your line of work. So it's, it is entirely possible Trump worked with a handful of people who were friendly with Russia and made a bunch of money um, from Russia, but then the, no collusion. But we don't know that, really. I mean, it hasn't been proven yet. I, I just have a sneaky suspicion the way the news cycle's been going and how much information had been uh, leaked from the intelligence community that had there been collusion, we would have known about it already. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Absolutely the, the, everything's getting leaked. Yeah, it is. It, it's, it, it's hard to imagine that there is anything out there in the collusion that it wouldn't have gotten leaked out. It's just it's just impossible to imagine that happening. Because there's so much hunger for it, obviously. Yeah. Um, uh, One of our questions would be, and this requires speculation, I don't know if you want to do that or not, we can't imagine why if Manafort was doing this for years, which apparently was doing to get rich, why did he take the job as campaign manager where all of a sudden he's going to be in the spotlight? Why would he do that? Well, it's a, it's a power and influence thing. I mean, why not be attached to the the uh, Republican ticket? You know, in the way uh, it'll it'll help him in business, and that seems to be the way that uh, Manafort would operate. He'd try to find ways in to make himself more powerful and mount more influential. It's part of the swamp. It's it's part of the uh, culture here in Washington D.C. Well, considering what he was selling was influence, you know, and I always forget. That it, I I'm screaming this all the time. Almost everything about the Trump story revolves around the fact that people didn't think he was going to win. So Manafort didn't think he was going to win. Right. He'd just have his name in the papers yeah. for a while and yeah. become even more famous, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Uh, so, Tim, we've been uh, just uh, speculating a bit this morning uh, whether this is the beginning of something or whether it could be months and months and months before we hear anything else of significance. What are you uh, hearing the, the rustling in the wind there in D.C.? 
<laughs> well, I think this is going to be the news cycle until uh, January, since it's going to be a, a slow cycle here. So uh, just get ready to hear Manafort's name every day on CNN and MSNBC. Oh, my God. Because uh, there's nothing else really going on. It's slowed down. You know, the Congress is about to go on break and on recess. And, and so that's all that's going to be out there. Oh, that hurts. Tim Young, Washington Examiner reporter, video journalist. Tim, uh, great to talk to you. Thanks a million. Thanks for having me. All right, you got it. I yeah. liked him a lot. Have we talked to him before? No. Gold star. Ah, gold, the goldest of gold stars. He was fantastic. The platinum star. He was perfectly willing to come out of the box with a Webster reference. <laughs> my only regret <laughs> My only regret about uh, former campaign advisor George Papadopoulos is that his name isn't George Papaflopadopoulos, because that would be even more fun to say. So you think there's a misinterpretation of uh, what Chris Christie said? You know, the, if I were to have been interviewing Chris Christie, I would have said, but what you're describing is is the way you'd approach an ongoing conspiracy. You'd want to put a wire on somebody, et cetera. This is, and, and you can keep it secret that somebody's been uh, interviewed, arrested, might be charged, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, all this is getting leaked like crazy, Chris, I'd say. So it, it, this is all about things that were done in the past. Okay, so the, but okay, that's it, an it, argument for how this could be a different situation, right? But everybody presenting it as this is the way you usually do it, and Chris Christie is saying, no, it's not the way you usually do it, right? So they're just yeah. saying you're all wrong when you're all of you claiming that the way you usually go about it is this. It's not. Listen, I know when to stop eating, so I know better than Chris Christie. Yes, Michael. Finally, Michael. <laughs> Michael mentioned last hour. He said we did a whole segment on Chris Christie with no fat jokes. What has happened to us? But, <laughs> but Joe brought it home. But I don't know better than him in terms of prosecuting, so I'll just have to take his his word for it. Wow. M- my joke is ultimately a, a gesture of respect. I know when to push away from the table, but I don't know much about prosecuting. Felons. Oh, boy. So the whole, he's trying to get him to flip thing. The the big man says, no, he's not. He's charging him with what he's charging him with. He would have done that in secret before. And Mueller is not Comey. So he's not going to call a press conference today and explain to us all what's going on here. Mm-mm. He may not say a word until it's all done, which could be two years from now. Right? Right. Boy, how about Manafort? What do you do for a living? Well, I carry water for, I lobby for, I present the arguments of the Russian oligarchs in in uh, exchange for tens of millions of dollars that I launder through various island nations. What it's an if, interesting line of work. And shell corporations. Right, exactly. What if they're working against the interests of the United States? I don't care. I'm not, not really business. big on that whole interest of the United States thing. That's I'm not my business. On, well, and, and the oligarchs who run the United States probably would much rather have lunch with Paul Manafort than with me. Don't you worry if you're a or Paul... Or with some Navy SEAL or something like that. So F them all. That's what I say. Don't you worry if you're a Paul Manafort that you, you wrong one of them or they're afraid that somebody's on to somebody and that you end up dead one day? It's a occupational hazard. You don't like to do... You don't like to think about that? Don't get into this line of business, huh? I'll bet Manafort's one of those guys... Super cynical, more cynical than he should be, probably. But I'll bet he'd sit you down and say, you child, let me explain to you the way the world works and how many people out there regularly work against U.S. interests Mm -hmm. in your government, in your businesses, whatever, that don't get charged with anything. Well, I I would like to prepare a list of roughly 575 people in the federal government who I think 
work against the interests of the American people to enrich themselves, all while putting on the Uncle Sam outfit and, and, and acting like patriots. The Uncle Sam outfit. Yeah, I think that's, that's, that's what Washington, D.C. is. How, how clear can I make it? It's a cesspool of greed and self-service. Hey, did you see that story with a couple of Navy SEALs killing a Green Beret? Yeah. Murdering him? What is yeah. that all about? It's at the uh, embassy in Mali, I guess, and and I haven't heard anybody suggest anything that it's somehow anything but a personal beef. I don't know. Wow. But these are, you know... These are SEAL Team 6 guys. These are people with uh, super control of their uh, emotions and, and, and motives. Right. In theory. And they they choked the guy out in bed, I guess. Oh, that's rough. Yeah. Oof. Anywho. Stay tuned for the details of that. Trump in a Twitter war with Michael Moore. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. And a it, tweet it, that even Trump himself was not presidential. <laughs> yeah, he said, this isn't presidential, but... And much more. <laughs> You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.